This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Not Another Derby County podcast. We've got the full cast back this week for the first time in a little while. And I'm joined by Adam. Hello. Uh, Lawrence. Hello. And Ellen DeGeneres. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining <laughs> us today. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to have a little bit of a discussion. We've got Middlesbrough. Um, we've got all your questions. We're looking forward towards Wickham. And um, we're just going to have a general chat for a little bit. Um, lads, what did we think of that Middlesbrough game? We had to win it. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we Brilliant. It just shows that we keep beating the teams in the top half and dropping points to the teams. I'm more confident facing Borough than I am for the game tomorrow. Well, that's true. <laughs> We're recording on a mon- Monday. Yeah, it is a Monday. It today. is a Monday. It'll we'll come out before the Wickham game. Yeah, right? so we haven't played. We haven't played Wickham yet. But I am. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It was, uh, it was good. It was a good performance. But I'm not. I'm not sure just yet. But it was a good performance. Yeah. Yeah. I agree to be honest it was especially in the first half or at least the first like 30 minutes we we looked at a really strong team they were they were ravaged by injury but we looked good I think we could have beaten any team in that first 30 minutes even Rotherham I think uh, even, even Rotherham, Rotherham I think we'd have, <laughs> I think we'd have scored I think I think we set up really to to beat Middlesbrough because the 4-4-2 just seemed to work for us against them because against Rotherham we tried the 43 I think or the four to three one. And it just didn't work. We didn't have any space, and also we needed to like, exploit the space over the top today or yesterday. So, and yeah. uh, that's what we did. Yeah, I, think, I think Wayne, um, well, I think Rooney mentioned that in the press conference as well today. He was saying something about how Borough are such a compact team to try and break down. That they, he literally just admitted to lumping it long. He basically said that was a game plan. Um, so, I, I mean, Wickham are a similar team. Well, not a similar team, but in the way they approach the game, it's very just every man behind the ball. Um, yeah. I can see us doing that again. Uh, and if it works, then it works. But I'd be much more happy with a win against Wickham than I would against Borough, purely because we need to break that duck of rounders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, losing to Sheffield Wednesday, the Rotherham have done the double overs for the first time since the 80s or something ridiculous. And, um, Birmingham was, was a good, good result, <laughs> but they were in free fall at the time. They weren't as close to a QPR as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Again, their team so that uh, realistically about three or four weeks ago, the, the relegation picture was, was Sheffield Wednesday, Wickham, Rotherham, that and Forest, really. Yeah. Maybe Coventry, QPR and Birmingham, were, they weren't far off, but they, no one was really talking about them in, mm-hmm. that, yeah. in the way they were talking about us and Forest and a few of the other decent-sized teams down at the bottom end of the table. And we're, um, we just need to beat them, don't we? We need a win. Yeah. I'll tell you what surprised me um, against Middlesbrough. We went with the two giants up yeah, front. We went, with, we went with Kaz Richards and Lee Gregory. I didn't realise Lee Gregory was that fast. No, I didn't either. Yeah, I thought quite he was mad. <laughs> he's, a big, yeah. he's a big guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's a big guy. For a, for a large man, he can, he can cover quite a lot of distance in not a lot of time. He doesn't look 32, I don't think, either. He looks quite young. Not that very about his late 20s, but yeah. 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 He plays like that as well. It's not really, you don't expect, it's not sort of a conventional front two, is it? Two big men, baby, it seemed to work really well for us. No, yeah, good. I I thought before the game I was sort of I was a little bit apprehensive. I was I was chatting to my my housemates about it, 
and because we used to play with the big front two we did it under Clough in in 2013 and we had Connor Salmon and Chris Martin up front and it just never worked and neither of them ever scored and you know we, we looked awful but it was it was such a contrast to the the two big men up front against Middlesbrough I think I think we played really well but I think it is helped by the fact that both Gregory and Kaz and Richards are good on the ball yeah, yeah definitely they're both so experienced as well I saw improvement in Gregory as well from his cameo against Rotherham he looked a lot more comfortable in the system he looked a lot more um, well just com- yeah, comfortable he, he, said, he said after the game that he prefers playing in front too so it's completely natural to him really yeah. in a 4-4-2 I think the majority of strikers would probably prefer playing in a two, wouldn't they? Yeah. I think we, we saw that with, with Marriott. We saw that with, you know, Wygorny as yeah. well. You know, players, especially players that aren't big physical players, like massive yeah. physical players, yeah, don't like playing as a, a lone front man because it becomes a little bit of a... Like Vidra had that world. issue as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got him to attack him, yeah. Because he was, yeah. when, he, when we signed him as a striker, they played him in, in midfield, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we, we signed him as a striker and then we played him out wide. And so that was like a derby speciality for a little while. We'd sign <laughs> a striker, play them out yeah. wide, they'd do awful, and then we'd sell him. Yeah, you know, Nick involved and actually found a positioning and did well. And then, and then we got sold anyway to a better team. But, <laughs> yeah. So we did, they, we did it with Abdul Kamara and Nick Blackman. They were both strikers before they joined. Yeah. yeah. What surprised really... me was how fast that shot went. Oh, the Kaz and Richards one. Yeah. yeah. What were your stats? Oh, yeah, 30 metres per second or 108 kilometres an hour. It, it was so fast. Like, the, the clips, the ball, would you can't see the ball the whole time because it was going that yeah. fast. I, when I first got like the little clip of that, I had some like really low frame per second clip. So it literally would like, like, leave his foot, go about 10 yards, and then it was in the net. <laughs> it's like you can't even see it. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what a strike that was. And... You know, I saw he was speaking to Owen Bradley about it, and uh, he's done it quite a lot in the past as well. Yeah, but, yeah. And, I mean, it's, it was unexpected though. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, I did it? I didn't expect. I was going <laughs> mental that they didn't play to Uzviak and then Flivver yeah. in the top. Well, off the bar, great strike. Yeah. I I actually screamed when that goal went, and I was <laughs> so happy that yeah. oh, it was thunderbolt. I've not seen one of them in a while. Last season right. we scored so many, and this season we had none. Yeah, yeah. It was a few years ago we had the few, didn't we? Where they, what was it? Craig Bryson is, is uh, was in his prime. He, he had a few. Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. Um, Jacob Butterfield came out with a few. He did. He yeah, did. Yeah. That that game. half season, he was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> we, we yeah. got back yeah. Burnley, didn't we? And he scored a belter against Burnley, but we yeah. lost. Four. Yeah, I remember the ones against the ones against Hull as Hull, well. Two identical yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like on the stretch and just hit it into the top corner on the volley yeah. from 20 yards. Like, all right. <laughs> there, there was the, um, the Lawrence goal last year that they put a person on about today as well. That yeah, that was a year ago today. Yeah. Yeah. And the Sibley goal last year as well. Yeah. And obviously Harry Wilson scored many. Harry Wilson, yeah. I think it's we're a long shot merchants, aren't we, in a way? We, we were, we were, but I think we've changed that now, especially with the personnel we've brought in. Yeah. And I think it shows the confidence of the team that, you know, Kazem Richards is having a go first time from 20 yards. We wouldn't have done that six weeks ago. Yeah. We, he would never, ever have tried it. All the goals that Kazem scored for us so far have been from within, within 60 yards, yeah. really, haven't they? Very, so for him to, to take well, the confidence that must give him, he oh. knows he's loved as well. He, he knows <laughs> he's like happy, very happy with him. Um, so I score a goal like that and then obviously with uh, Gregory getting a goal and an assist as well we've got two strikers now I don't know if you can say Gregory's in form just yet but you know, <laughs> he scored he's a goal to be confident you've yeah. got because uh, in Richards who's I think he's been in form for the whole season really um, yeah. and then you've got Gregory who's going to be on a high after that last game and it gives Rooney selection problems as well good oh yeah because we're not always I'm, I'm sure we're not always going to be playing two up top there's going to be teams where we're not going to utilise that system. Yeah. We've got two strikers that are capable now. So, tell, tell you what I do like. I like the fact that Rooney isn't afraid to change things around. You know, he, we played 4-3-3 against Rotherham. It didn't work. He thought, right, let's change it. We'll go 4-4-2. And it worked. And it seems like we've worked on a number of different formations and strategies, and it's made a huge difference. And you can, you can see it in the team. I mean, 
we probably didn't have our best game against Middlesbrough. I wouldn't say that the performance was brilliant, like we've had in other games earlier in the season. But we put in the right kind of performance. You know, Knight and Shinny in midfield, they didn't really create much. You know, if, if you sort of half paid attention, you probably wouldn't even really notice they did anything. But they were everywhere. And it's, it's that sort of thing. Like Yushviak, you know, a lot of people said Yushviak had a poor game. But the work that he put in over the, the 90 minutes was massive. And I think that's what's taking us further up the league, isn't it? The fact that we're, we're not afraid to change things. We're not afraid to work hard. And we're digging in and playing as part of the team. Yeah, it's definitely a big improvement on the, the early Koku days this season. I think um, God knows what went wrong there, to be fair. But um, they, they weren't playing for each other. They weren't playing for one another. And the, and the result showed that. And obviously, Rooney's come in. It's, it's impossible not to respect Wayne Rooney. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 I mean, you would have thought that for Cocker as well, to be fair, given the career he had. But, you know, you, you saw it with the uh, the Frank Lampard effect. When he came in, everyone played for him. Yeah. They wanted to play for him. Yeah. And I think the, the difference there is probably that uh, Lampard and Rooney are well known by all the players that are playing for Derby. Cocker maybe might have slipped under the radar a little bit yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, um, our, players, our players grew up watching Wayne Rooney score so many goals in the Premier League. So that's why yeah. they have more respect for him. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Rooney's yeah. a million name. Yeah, yeah. I'm English not, I'm fans not... as well. English English fans and people. Rooney's just a synonymous name of English yeah, culture, he is. isn't he? Really? Yeah, like it's no disrespect to the great career that Koku had. Um, just he's not a household name in in England in the UK. Yeah. I think with the, I don't think that should be a huge. I think you should respect your manager no matter what. To be fair, but um, you know Rooney's come in and they're playing for each other. There's a togetherness in the team again and. I think Zim Richards, again, keep mentioning him. Everyone loves him. And it's for a reason. Like He's yeah. a leader. He's a, he's a leader. And Rooney said it again today in the press conference. That, um, sometimes he just sits back and lets Zim Richards do his thing. And, and yeah. you know, take the guys in the dressing room. Yeah. You, can, you can see that. And for a free signing, I mean, it's probably the best thing Koku did to Derby. Yeah, yeah he's got a like a traction engine, hasn't he? <laughs> he does and something I found really interesting so I've been rereading the book Pride um, by Ryan Hills which is very good Ryan if you're listening very good I've uh, I've read it a few times now and um, I was just reading about in 2006-2007 when we got promoted to the Premier League and there's so many parallels that I'm seeing between the Derby team of that season and the Derby team of this season you know we've got the big leader striker up front we had Steve Howard back then we've got Kazim Richards now you know big experience scores goals has the mentality to win your games and they're winning every game one nil and the only thing that like held them above pretty much every other team in the division was the fact that they'd run through walls for each other you know they'd they'd do anything for each other and to help each other out like Giles Barnes towards the end of that season he was he had a, a stress fracture in his foot and he was playing with injections every single game because he wanted it. And when you've got players that are willing to do that for the team, it works. And it worked then. And it seems to be working now. And I think, I know it's really early. And I know we've actually got to stay up and everything. But if, if we do stay up and if we do get a decent position this year, if we get new owners, I can't see why we can't have a similar season to that season, next season. Because yeah. that's the sort of mentality that people like Rooney, you know, people like Given, Kazim Richards, you know, David Marshall, massive leaders in the dressing room, have brought to the team. And yeah, obviously there's a lot of ifs in that statement, a lot of massive ifs. And uh, if we did go up, let's hope that the the season afterwards in the Premier League would be a little bit better than the last one. A little bit. Um, a little bit. Points. But I, I can genuinely see the parallels between the two the two teams. I think it's just we're hard to beat. Yeah, and well, a lot harder to be anyway. In terms of that, we're so much more resilient at the back, and even if we don't keep a clean sheet, we're so focused defensively to not let it be embarrassing. Like that Rotherham game was a bit of a blip. Yeah, uh, in touch wood, we, we don't get battered again too many <laughs> the rest of the season. But um, I th- yeah, I think yeah, we just the it's the little one 0 wins. It's a little, even though we're still struggling a little bit in in an attacking way. Um, we are we're difficult to score against. And that's credit to the defence. It's credit to Rooney as well. You can't forget that it's since Rooney has become the, the sole manager that, that that's been, you know, sorted out, that we've actually had a defence that's performed, that you can actually say, well done after each game. You can applaud it. Yeah, um, yeah. 
It was like the form table. We're fifth, aren't we? Or something fifth like in the last 15 games, yeah. Which We're is... fourth in the last five. So that makes your point even even stronger for, for next season. Um, if we stay up, which is by no means done yet, but if we you know if we keep going the way we're going, I'm sure we have enough opinions to stay up, um, and then we can attack next season. I just think it's so crucial who we keep. Yeah. So also, Richards, there's talk about a contract extension. Yeah, there is. Um, but there's a few other players as well that we need to keep, like Jason Knight. We need to keep hold of. He is. He's so good, but still so underrated. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes yeah. under the radar, doesn't he? So, yeah. So, like, um, he just doesn't stop, does he? He does not stop running, and it's a passion as well. You can tell that even though he's one of the younger lads, he's a leader too in the dressing yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. He would have been given that captain's armband if not if not for being the leader. And then, it's like, did you see the um, was it the Gregory goal? Or was it the Kazim Richards goal? I think it might have been the Gregory goal and Knight. Just every goal Derby scored. Yeah. Right. He's always the first there. Yeah. You can just tell he's got the, the club at heart. Yeah. And that we need to keep people like that at the club if we're going to stay up, if we're going to, you know, stay in the league, win that battle, and then try and win, win something next year. There's no reason why we can't try. Well, it sticks out with, with Knight. Do you remember the Norwich game where we won and Timo Puki missed that penalty? Yeah. And he ran yeah. over celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's things like that, you know. It, yeah. it makes it, doesn't it? Yeah, the fans love that sort of passion, don't they? Yeah. And uh, players like Knight, I don't know there's probably one place he gets more love than Derby, it's Ireland. The, the Irish mm. fans they love they love their Cavan Teeley, is that? Cavan Teeley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Irish fans love their young players, don't they? So I think other than Derby and Ireland, I think I Knight's a bit underrated, isn't he? I think it's um, if we can keep hold of him next year, then I I can't see him staying with us for too long. I think what players like Knight will be wary of is that if they stick around at a championship club for too long, they might never get the break. Yeah. And the main player that I'd pick out for that is Will Hughes. He was brilliant yeah. for us, um, but he could have gone to a Liverpool or a Man United when he was 19, 18. Yeah. He yeah. could have gone and done it then. And he waited and he waited and he waited and he went to a to an average Prem team instead of a team that could have been challenging for you know Europa League or Champions League, um, and now he's back in the Championship. Yeah. And that's no um, discredit to, to Will Hughes, but he could have. I, I feel anyway that he could have definitely gone higher. He had so much more potential than being the Championship at the ages now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 interesting to look at, like Jeff Hendrick. So I always loved Jeff Hendrick when he played for us, but Will Hughes was definitely the better player. He was more technically gifted, you know, better on the ball, better at passing, not as good at shooting, but he he had so many different aspects to his game that Hendrick didn't have. Yet Hendrick's the one who's had the Premier League career. You know, he's not looked back since. You know, he's probably not in the best form of his life for Newcastle at the minute. But he's played in the Premier League. He's played in Europe. You know, he's, he's, he's been there. He's been around. Whereas Hughes has ended up going to Watford. And within a couple of years, he's been relegated. So, you know, it, yeah, I, I see what you mean. And I'd be surprised if we didn't go up, say, next season or the season after. I wouldn't be surprised if he did go to, like, a low-end Premier League team where his work rate would be really, really appreciated. Mm. But let's just hope that um, we can keep him around for as long as we can. Yeah, it'd be great if, uh, if we get promoted. But I don't. I don't. Promotion, to be honest. The amount of times I've been heartbroken for Derby. Let's move on. So, for anyone just wondering, Jacob's connection is absolutely terrible, and yeah. that's why he's frozen about three times in the last five minutes. Uh, <laughs> The Wi-Fi has gone down the drain. The Wi-Fi has gone down the drain. <laughs> Mine's a bit the same as well because you three keep lagging for me as well, so it might come back a bit dodgy in the recording. <laughs> but sorry about that if it does. Right. So, Wickham, Wickham what are we thinking? What are we thinking? So, I, I had to do a little bit of a, an interview thing for Wickham earlier. Some someone from uh, from like one of the Wickham podcasts asked me for a bit of an interview. And um, they were saying that like the, the people they're most worried about, they weren't worried about Kaza Richards. They weren't worried about Yushviak. It's Waghorn was the, uh, the danger man. Wow. <laughs> what, do, what do you guys reckon to that one? <laughs> I think if they're worried about Waghorn, then they get the head checked. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of typical just knowing a player. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I've heard of him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, if you, if you have, obviously, I don't expect Wickham fans to be watching Derby week in week out, but <laughs> you know, he's he's scored two set, he's scored two free kicks, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. They're probably yeah. basing it off the Lampard season when he scored like twelve. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't uh, single him out as a as a danger man as such. I think no. he uh, tries. He does. He puts shift in, but I, I don't. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he had the best game of his life on Saturday either. No, he's, no, he didn't. Yeah. There is no but, disrespect to him, but he's, yeah. he's not had a great season, has he? He did play a no. part in both goals, though. He did. It's worth remembering. He was okay, I think. He, he was the one that played the ball into Gregor, like trickled that ball. He, he missed it, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he was okay, but obviously Rooney said he's filling in for Robert, so hopefully Roberts can get over this little uh, niggle that he's, he's got yeah. and get spotted in the NFL teams. I know a lot of people are excited to watch him play and uh, it'd be nice to have another another outlet out there. Did Wagon play a right mid though? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's like surely we have players that can play there. Well, what's interesting is the wide options that we're going to have when everyone's fit. You know, we've got Yushviak, we've got Waghorn that can play there. We'll have Patrick Roberts. We'll have Jordan Ibe. We'll Tom have Tom Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. And yeah, all of a sudden, even Mitchell Lawson. Yeah, all of a sudden, we've got so many options. And do you guys think that Ivan Lawrence will be mainstays in the not mainstays but main main fixtures in the squad matchday squad or will they be more peripheral? Peripher- yeah. I mean, it all depends, doesn't it? How they how they come in and change things. They could come in and just hit the ground running and then never leave yeah. the team. Lawrence is uh, is a frustrating player. Definitely, he's been that way since he signed. Though it's always split the whole fan base. You've got half of them will back him to the hill. You know, if, if he drops a two out of ten. It doesn't matter. He's, you know, he's still regarded so highly, and half the fan base would would rather play Nick Blackburn, you know, at wide. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you know, it's just one of those situations. I, I don't know. It's a tricky one because he has talent. He has it. He has the ability yeah, to see yeah, it yeah. so many times. But it's it's like a, we've seen it a handful of times over the course of three seasons now three four so seasons so infuriating isn't it when you a player like him where you know he can do it you know you know he can score the screen where he can go on an amazing run past 10 players yeah but he does it where well, I want to say one every 10 games it's so annoying but at the same time it's worth thinking if anyone's going to bring the best out of him it's going to be Wayne Rooney because you've got, you know, you've got, you've got, yeah, exactly. We've got so many people that are leaders in the team. You know, they were saying that he had to work harder. Um, what's going on out there? Don't know what's going on out there. Um, we've got people in the squad that um, are leaders and are going to be able to push him to that next level. And, you know, if he needs that motivation, if he needs that drive, he can get it. You know, he's got, you know, with Rooney giving him a push, and with Rooney, because Rooney said that he wanted him to be fitter a few weeks ago. Mm. He wanted him to be fit and ready to play. Because a lot of the time it feels a little bit like, oh, maybe Lawrence doesn't run enough. Oh, maybe mm. Lawrence isn't working hard enough. Maybe he wasn't fit enough. You oh, know? Yeah. Maybe he was given preferential treatment by previous managers because of his ability. It meant that he didn't have to work as hard. Mm. And, you know, Rooney's making it. So he has to work hard and he has to fight to get back in that team. Because no matter how much ability he has, if he's not going to fight for every single player on that pitch, he won't play. Yeah, I'd say that honestly, right now we, we're not missing him. I don't, I don't think we're missing him, but that's the key. I think that is key because he'll know that. Yeah, and I'm hopefully with the um, you know with the dialogue between him and Rooney, they'll be able to come to something where he can step up that fitness, where he can get to a level where he can play the way that Rooney wants him to play. But for me, um, Jordan Ives is a tricky one because he if you've seen the photos and the videos we've put recently, mm. he was back in training, he's in one on one sessions, he's he looks lean. You know, he, there were you know, people commenting on, on the way he looked not long ago and obviously he's had the struggles with mental health, which he's spoken about like bravely on social media. Um but he, he's looking lean, you know, he's he's clearly back in training. The club are saying that he's getting better and that everything's in place to support him should he need it. Um I just hope we get to see him again. Yeah. I, I really want him to yeah. play. Um, and, you know, he, he was, if, if he resemble anything near, anything near that season, he spent on loan from Liverpool. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. 
But this is this is his chance, isn't it, to really get his career back on track? And he has so much potential. He, you know, he just needs to needs to get back into the form he once had for us, and uh, it can be a great player for us. But I think if there's any time for him to to make that jump back to what he was, it's going to be now. Exactly. I mean, we all saw the Instagram story where he was saying. He's sorry for anything he's done. This is his time now. He's going to work hard and he's going to make sure he repays the club for the trust they've put in him. And if he does mean that, and I believe him, I, th- I think he means it, we could have some player. We could have some player in our team. I think as well, it could be massively motivating and inspirational to the other players. Oh, yeah. So I'd be in quite a low place and physically not fit enough to be playing at the standard that he's supposed to be playing at. To see him kind of rebuild that and then come back, and then if, if he can hit the team, get into the team and hit the ground running, um, imagine imagine he comes off the uh, off the bench and scores a winner or just scores, yeah. just, just something to get that little bit of confidence back and see that little bit of flair that we saw five or six years ago. Now it, it would just be great, wouldn't it? And and I think as well, just from a personal point of view for him, like um, mentally for him, it would be so rewarding. Oh to, yeah, you know, if he was to actually be able to get an assist, grab a goal. Um, be part of the winning team again and not just have a minute I know he came on for a couple of minutes three the minutes against Stoke wasn't it uh, it might like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah I think it was Stoke but he, he came on for a little bit and it was okay but it, it, it felt like a token gesture and I, and I feel like the next time that, Ro- uh, that Rooney plays I hope it will be because he's ready and I mean hopefully that that can be seen you've got to think as well if he doesn't um, put the work in or he doesn't hit the ground running what will happen to him at the end of his contract what, where does he where will he go exactly, yeah. because you can't think of any championship or any teams around this sort of level taking him on if he's not pushed on you've got to, you've got to feel sorry for him but what will happen you, you well, don't I know. think he he, he, goes has year, he has this year and next yeah. year yeah. yeah I think the same thing had happened to him to what's happened to George Thorne at the minute you know, because I doubt he'd want to drop a level because I can't see any other championship teams willing to take a risk on him if he doesn't, you know, deliver what he said he's going to deliver. So, I don't know. It, you know, it's all in his hands now. That's yeah. a big thing. But from all the videos he's put on Instagram and stuff he's posted, I think he's taken a real big step in the right direction. And hopefully, hopefully we could have um, old Jordan Ive back. He seems up for it, doesn't he, with the videos? He, he's very... Mm-hmm. He's very passionate with the videos and he likes putting them on the Instagram so everyone can see him. So he seems very yeah, for it. I think he's clearly enjoy- it's good to see because he's clearly putting a little bit of effort into making it. Or even if he's getting someone else to do it, the fact that he's wanting to show it off and be like, look, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's also putting the pressure on himself so everyone can see that he's he wants to do it and then if he doesn't mm. do it, then it's sort of like... So yeah, he's like putting more pressure on himself to, to make sure he achieves what he wants to achieve. So I just, I just hope he can get back in form or, you know, at least earn a new contract. If he does enough to earn a new contract, then I'll be very happy. I'll be happy for him. Um, but obviously, he does need to perform. And we get to see that because he's, he's only, you know, played for three minutes. So, it's, um, it's a waiting game, but hopefully it pays off. Hopefully. Right, we've derailed a little bit, but <laughs> which is good, which is good. Um, Wickham. So, we're oh, yeah. playing Wickham. Wickham are <laughs> yeah. obviously bottom of the league. Um, they did beat Huddersfield. They were 2-0 down and beat Huddersfield 3-2. Um, there were some question marks over um, a lot of the Huddersfield players about their desire and commitment. Um, we probably wouldn't have that same issue, hopefully, uh, if we scored a couple of goals. They've got a few danger men. We saw Akin Thelma come off the bench in the in the re- reverse fixture. Um, he caused Curtis Davis no end of problems when he came on. He's a big man. Um, what do you guys think is going to happen in that game? I was going to say, you don't even really want to say what you think. Because yeah. mm. um, if, if, if I'm being honest, my gut, my gut just says we, we might struggle. And yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but it, it's just the fact that we struggled against Coventry. We struggled against Wickham the first time round. We lost to Rotherham both times. We've lost yeah. we lost to Sheffield Wednesday. Um the, the teams around us are, are our kryptonite. You know, we're, yeah. we're not, we, we struggle. We just do. Um, so my head's sinking. In reality, player for player, I'd say we have a much stronger team. Than, oh, definitely. That's yeah. why they're rock bottom of the league. But obviously, the fact you've got to filter in the fact they've just come from 2-0 down to win 3-2. They're going to be thinking, right, come on. like They're, they're going to want to stay up. And if they're going to stay up, they have to win against us. 
So they're going to be up for it. So it can't be taken lightly. I think, honestly, if we got a draw, I wouldn't be happy, but I, I would accept it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, my, my, gut, my gut's not... Um, I've not got a great feeling, but you know that, that that's my uh, that's my penny, penny for my thought anyway. But. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with you to be honest. Um, the difference I'd say between us then and us now, we've obviously we, George Edmondson is apparently fit. I say fit; he's fit enough for the bench. So I reckon I wouldn't be surprised if if we do get a goal or they do start piling on the pressure. If we did switch to a three at the back and bring him on, you know, big, strong, physical centre half to deal with. The, the big threats they've got up front. I don't think you could get a much bigger threat than I can mm-hmm. Um I also think if you if you compare us to last time, I mean, all over the pitch, we look a much better outfit. But as you said, we, we just seem to struggle against, uh, you know, no disrespect to them, but they are poor sides, you know. Rotherham aren't fantastic. Wickham yeah. are bottom of the league for a reason, but we do always seem to struggle against these sorts of teams. I think we just need to match them. We need, yeah. we need to match their yeah. style of play and hope that the extra little bit of quality we do have in players like Camille Jujviak and in Colin Kazim Richards and in players like that that we can just pull ahead. And I feel like if we pull ahead, then there's a good chance we can hold on to it. But I hope that isn't the case. I hope we don't go ahead and, and try and just settle for it. Yeah. It would be, how great would it be if we could actually go and put a message out and batter them? Yeah. Now, yeah. This is a team that not long ago conceded, what was it, seven? Seven Brentford. goals to Brentford, yeah, lost seven two. Um, and you know, on, on in the form table, we're not far off Brentford. You know, <laughs> we're we're matching teams up there, and and you know, I sound like a broken record. I've said it too many times, <laughs> but it's the teams near us that we're struggling against. So, if we could put a statement out and get like a Birmingham esque result, a three 0 or four 0 just something to say, look, take our name out of that relegation. Absolutely. Yeah, take our name out of that. Um, yeah, I'll wait and see, but. If um if Edmerson does get on the bench, does someone like Ted and Menge jump come off the bench because of the loan the loan thing? If Roberts is starting, pa- Patrick Roberts is injured. He won't is be he on the squad. He, yeah, right. Okay. Rooney said today he picked up an injury in the warm up. Now this may be wrong, but that is Waz's words. Right. He did say right. that um he picked up that that minor injury in the warm up and he won't be fit enough to feature. Yeah. So was Roberts in the lineup for the, the game the other day? I didn't see the lineup. He, he was meant to start, but then oh, got replaced he? by Wagon because he was injured. Was he on the bench right. there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you guys play the exact same team as we did against Middlesbrough on Saturday? Yeah. 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 I think that's what that's like the best system that's going to match Wickham. We want to play like a their game, sort of not try and take the game to them, and I think yeah. we could come away with a with a result. Yeah. Let's hope so. Um. So. Unless we've got anything else, we'll go on to you. I can't speak now. We'll go on to you guys' questions. So uh, we're going to do it a little bit different this week. Uh, we're all going to ask each other questions. Um, give it a give it a mix up. We'll see what you guys think. Uh, we got loads of questions, um, more than I expected. I'm not going to lie. What are we so, going uh, to do? Pick a couple each, and then yeah, yeah. let's go for it. Let's okay. go for it. So if someone reads one, obviously don't read the same one, and. Okay. Um, Right, let's go. So I'm gonna, I'll kick it off with uh, Tris Weavers. I'm, I'm sorry if I've butchered your name. Um, who's asked? Who's better out of Colin Cousin Richards and Chris Martin? Oh, he's asked me three questions. How does Max Bird cement a first team spot, and why isn't Sibley seeing any game in time? Um, so I'll we'll kick it off. So who's better out of Cousin Richards and Chris Martin? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 then again, like I think what it is is Martin. They have a similar amount of goals. Though. Is it? Do they have the same sure amount? Or it's like has, one yeah. has five. I think Kazim Richards has six. Yeah. Yeah. And Martin is it's five or six, isn't it? Yeah, it's somewhere around there. What, what we're forgetting as well is that um, Martin started the season. Kazim Richards came in after. You know, I think he's played considerably less games than Martin. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely think that Sim Richards this season is, you know, I think he, he's probably doing a better job than what Martin might have done. And that, yeah. You can't base that off the uh, stats and figures. That's completely just my own opinion. But um, yeah, what you get with Sim Richards as well is he's a proper leader. 
yeah. you can't deny uh, the you know how good a servant Chris Martin was to Derby, and you can't deny how great he was for so many years. But this season, we need a leader that, that's been there, done that. You know, he's been all over the world. He, he just knows what to do. And um, and when he's scoring goals like like he did in the last game, he can't come back. <laughs> Is a is a better player, but obviously I do have my uh, my ties to Chris Martin because of the past. Mm-hmm. Chris Martin scored two this season. Is that it? Two, yeah. really? Two, yeah, yeah, I remember he did have the the second highest chances created in the league though. Oh, was a couple it? weeks back? Was it assists that he was like? Yeah, he must have been yeah. pretty high on assists. Yeah. I was going to say, I swear he's been more involved. No, it's probably goals on assists. Yeah. What about Max Bird then? What what does Max Bird have to do to cement a first team spot? He's going to struggle, isn't he, with the, the form of Shinny and Knight? Yeah, that's the thing. Because the, the formation that they're playing at the moment is not going to get past Shinny and Knight. So I think he's just got to wait for his chance and take it yeah. and play yeah, really well. Either an injury or a change of system back to the 4 3 3 and then a drop mm. into the defensive role. Um, that's the only way I can really see him getting back into the side at the I, minute. I agree with Lawrence. I was going to say, like, I just think for Bird to you know, be permanently a part of that squad again. Well, not permanently, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, for Bird to cement a place back in the side at 11, I do think a change of formation or an injury probably because um, I don't think you can argue with Knight and Shinny. <laughs> yeah. A formidable partnership. And, I, and I, I don't think Bird adds to that. I think yeah, um, he, he's good at what he does, but I think when you have two central midfielders, but then again, we've seen Bird played in the 10. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what his best position is. I think that's the thing. Like, you know, we've seen him in a 10, we've seen him in midfield, we've seen him holding. We've seen him in right back, haven't we? Left back a couple of times. I have no, I don't remember that. I don't know. But in, in the, I remember it in the cup. Well, right. I seem to remember that for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I, I mm-hmm. don't remember that at all. I think, honestly, I think Bird's best position is, is, a, is in a 4 2 3 1 next to Rooney, but we yeah. can't do that. I mean, yeah. Um, that's the best form we've ever seen. Um, from Bird in the Derbyshire, and I don't know. I feel like he just needs to find his way back into the team. It's a similar, um, similar uh, English. Do I know English? I'm not sure if I do. Yeah. Similar predicament. Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, to what Louis Tibley finds himself in. Yeah. And the fact that he's been thrown into the team, and it's all of a sudden, oh, this great youth prospect. He's doing so well, and look at us. Look at our great young players. Um, and he's been thrown into the limelight and done well. Done really well. And then it's player, and then other managers were like, oh, hang on a minute, he's good. And now every time Sibley comes on the pitch, he's marked out of the game. Yeah. And I think it's a similar position for, for Bird. Like, because he's young, he might be a little bit easier to kind of to bully, really. Yeah. yeah. You don't see many young holding midfielders either. He was quite uh, you know, a rare commodity last year, being so young and being such a leading example in that position. Um, no, I've gone off on a huge tangent there, but <laughs> I just think that there's for Bird to get back into the starting eleven. I, I think he needs to. It is it's a formation change. I think I don't think the four four two is his. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's similar for Sibley as well, isn't it? And um, I mean, last last week off camera, Adam and Jake had a bit of a <laughs> a talk about whether Sibley should be playing or not. Do you want to uh, touch on that again, guys? Yeah. So. We were just having a chat about, you know, I think the thing with Sibley is that with the formations and things that we're playing, we've played a 4-3-3, we've played a 4-4-2. I don't see where he fits. And that's the problem with him at the minute because he's more of a central player. We saw him out wide, uh, but in that game, you know, we did win, but he did play the next game and was completely invisible. And in the game we did win, the Birmingham game, we won 4 0 he completed two passes in the like 75 minutes that he was on the pitch. So it just makes you think, you know, he isn't really a winger. He can only really play in the middle and he's a really young player. And you know, you can't, Hmm? he's really good as well though. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? That was my point, wasn't it? My point was he needs to get the game time in order to progress and get better. But it's, it's hard, isn't it? With the formation and Josviak, not necessarily playing in the same position, but if Sibley was going to play in the formation, it would be on the left. And he just can't get any minutes. Kind of, that's why, that was my argument. Yeah, that was, that was the thing. Sorry, mate, go on. That's no, right. I was going to say, I just hope it, it isn't one of those um, situations where he ends up leaving the same vein that Morgan Whitaker did. Yeah. Well, 
I think it's worth remembering these players are very, very young. And Whitaker had never showed in the first team the ability that he had in the youth team, whereas Sibley scored a hat-trick in the senior team. So I don't think we'll see any deal along those lines for him. You know, if he did go, he'd go for a considerable sum. But I think at the minute, it, it is a results-driven team. You know, we need to win. It doesn't matter how we play, just as long as we pick up points. We're in a relegation battle. And I don't think we can really go about changing the system to accommodate, you know, an 18-, 19-year-old for his own development. I think sometimes you've got to take priority because that's why he didn't play under Koku to begin with, because he didn't want to take the risk, because he was an unproven player. And even though he's, he's had that good form now, it'd still be a risk to bring him in at this point and possibly weaken the team when we're in a relegation scrap. We hit the goal man, didn't we, with Knight? He was just someone that was ready to come in at a young age and do the dirty work and score the goals. We, 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 that's what everyone wished Sibley could have done. He, yeah. he did it yeah. in a lockdown, but he's, he's been a bit off the boil, hasn't he? Which is just... <laughs> I think, I think Sibley needs to be in a team that's like winning games and playing with confidence and like we has got to be the, the team in control so like yeah. he's not got as much yeah. pressure on him to do the dirty work and defend and that's what we need at the minute we need players like Nine Shinny and that's why he's yeah. not in a game he needs to chill spicy, out as well he, likes to get yeah. he does card. need to chill out yeah. yeah he does need to chill a bit but once you know he's young it'll take time yeah, yeah. Rooney at what 16, yeah, 17 mental. kicking people to death yeah, yeah. Um, skinhead Rooney come on. <laughs> he, was a, he was an animal but, can, we, can we imagine a skinhead Sibley no. imagine <laughs> I don't want to imagine that I think Sibley would probably benefit from a loan route in the championship but then I, yeah. I can't seem too many teams accommodating that accommodating that for him yeah. um, you know thinking of a team like Wickham where he'd have a bit of freedom you know but then when you think about um, like, like what you were saying really Jake with them um, Last season under Koku, we were in no real relegation danger, but we weren't challenging the top six. So yeah. we were okay throwing in every young player um, yeah. that we wanted to. And it wasn't really going to affect us that much. But then obviously this season, we started off doing that. We basically fielded a youth team from, from the start of the season. Yeah. Failed miserably. And now we're trying to use more experienced players to pick us back up to a point where we can try and yeah. first again. Yeah. Right. Is anyone? What? What's yeah, the next I, question? I spotted, I spotted a, a um, from a, at Saucy Sid. Free Sibley is the name of the account. Saying, uh, who would you class the first three names on the team sheet for every game? So, I thought that was quite interesting. Mm. First, he's gone again. again. So, <laughs> so I'll give my three whilst he's frozen. Right. Oh, he's back. Well, yeah. So my three, Cars and Richards. Definitely. He's got to be number yeah. one, hasn't he? He is the main man at the minute and he's so important for how we play. Um, number two, I'd probably say Jason Knight. Yeah. And number three is Graham Shinney. My three as well. Yeah. I've got, I, think, I think Matt Clark has got to Matt be... Clark was Matt four. Clark was four. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe Nathan Maybe Byrne. Cannon. Maybe Cannon's playing well. But. Yeah. But I was thinking that spine, that three yeah, in the spine need. works so well because you've got Kaz and Richards holding the ball up, scoring goals, being a leader. And then you've got the work rate of Shinny and Knight. You take one of those two out of there and all of a sudden we're a different team. You know, we saw it against Rotherham when Max Bird came on in midfield and Knight went out wide and mm. we just got ripped to pieces because, yeah, Knight, yeah. because Bird couldn't do the running that Knight did. He's not physical, as, as physical as Knight either. Yeah. It might be a bit controversial, but I don't think I'd have Kaz and Richards in my... No, obviously Kazim Richards is a, a great player and there's no doubt in that and I want him in the starting eleven. But as in terms of the first three we put down, now that we have uh, well, and we do have another viable I oh, I need new Wi Fi. Yeah, what I was trying to say was, although we do have Kazim Richards up top and he's a great option and he is in the starting eleven, he would be one of the first names in, in, on the team sheet. Um, we have Lee Gregory now as well and that's another viable option. So for me, I'd go for Knight, Shinny and probably Buchanan. I think he's been really? fantastic um, yeah. for us. I think we, we lose a lot when he... Fuzzy's been good it, it, as, you know, as a backup. Fuzzy yeah. hasn't been when he's come in. Um, but I think Buchanan's such a great player and I think Rooney's right in saying that yeah, he really loves him in, for pre in the Premier League and with England within the yeah. next few years 
Rooney needs to be careful though, because the last time he said that it was Max Bird, and then he's fallen off a cliff a little bit when it comes to <laughs> yeah. his his performances. <laughs> if it wasn't for Lee Gregory signing, Kazim probably would have been in my, my three. And then the only yeah. reason I'm saying he isn't is because we do have another option now. So yeah, whereas for left back, I feel like I feel like we lose a lot more. Uh, no, you've got a quick question. Does anyone know when Jack Stratton's back? Not really related, but he's no, back no, in no. training. He's in okay. training now. Yeah. Uh, can I just throw another name in there? Kamal Yusfiak, because we've got so yeah, many injuries in that position. We'd have to we'd have to yeah. play Sibley, wouldn't we? Yeah. At the minute, yeah. so you know maybe he could be an argument. But he's not really as key to the way we play, but given the injury situation, got yeah, to be a name. He's a great option off the bench. He's quick, young. Just he's got a shot on him as well. I think he is a good. Striker, he's proven it in the youth levels. And um, who are you hearing yeah. about, Jacob? Huh? About Jack Stratton. Jack Stratton. Right. Jack Stratton. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him in and around the first team. Uh, it's like who did he score against? Was it Wickham or? It was Coventry where he missed the open goal. Yeah. Um, he hit the crossbar, didn't he? Yeah, and then we yeah. conceded a minute oh. later. Good times. I imagine. Imagine. <laughs> I don't know if he'd that, but no, I think we've definitely got a good player in our hands with Stratton. Um, I think he's not spoken about as much purely because he's been injured. Obviously, he's yeah. not been in the team as frequently as the other youngsters. Um, but I think we've got a good player on our hands there and hopefully we can see a bit more of him towards the end of the season. Right, Lawrence, Any what's, what's your chosen question? Right. Um, okay, this is from Mick Massey. What points of turn would you be happy with from the four remaining games in February? Ooh, that Maybe is. Let me just have a look at the fixtures, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been more prepared for this one. Wickham, Wickham Huddersfield, Watford. Forest. We've got, yeah, it's, it's Wickham, Watford, Huddersfield, Forest. Yeah, well done. That was good. Wow. How do you know that? So, out of those four, I don't know about you guys. I'd hope, I'd say a point for tomorrow because I'm scared that if I say we win, we'll lose. Watford. I don't think we'll get anything, to be honest. No. They're smashing everyone at the minute. Um, I'd want us to beat Huddersfield. Yeah, I think we could beat Huddersfield. Um, they seem to be really struggling at the minute, and they're not like other teams down at the bottom that are, you know, struggling and fighting for every ball. They seem to just not have any fight about them at all. And then Forest, which a is big, uh, big game, massive game, probably the biggest East Midlands derby in the last five years. Yeah, they're both stra- scrapping for relegation. Biggest one in a uh, while. I don't know. I can see a, a, a draw there, to be honest. I take seven points. Yeah. I was going to say eight. So, yeah. Yeah. About the same. Oh, my, my standards are a lot lower than your goal. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I would, I would take six. I would reluctantly yeah. take four. Yeah. I, I had to. Um, I, I don't even really want to comment on the Forest game. It's just purely because I know whatever I say. I can't say anything positive about it. And if I say anything yeah. negative about it, then... Um, would would four <laughs> draws be better than a win and a, a win and a draw and two losses? Don't think so. We mm. saw that earlier in the season, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. You you gain no momentum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. But, imagine though, if we are in and around the bottom, and then we can get that win against Forest at the end of the month. That'd be, that'd be a huge boost. Yeah. yeah. So long as well. That's the issue. You know, they're they're. Um, we haven't beat them in a while. Yeah. We do a win. We do a win, but it's going to be a huge, huge game for either side. But none of us are in. Well, we're, no, we're both in all right form, actually, aren't we? Yeah. It's, it's, They're seventh in the form table. Oh. Yeah. Where are they in the actual league? They're like the two points above us, aren't they, or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Well, they've game played a game more. Yeah. They're They're game. 16th, 33 points. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a big game. Obviously, we don't know what happened in the three games prior to the Islands are. It's going to be a big game. It's going to, well, always is a big game, but it's going to be a huge game. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we get we can uh, get a win and a few places down table, but you, you don't know. You never do know. <laughs> As it is with Derby, right, Adam? What what question right, do you I've fancy? I've from Samuel DCFC, which is best away game you've been to. Well, I think that's an easy. Yeah, Leeds away. I think I'm not. I'm not going to count Leeds away because Leeds away is the answer to most questions. So I'm going to. I'm going to think about it. Obviously, it's Leeds away. Yeah. But but thinking of other ones, non-playoff, non-playoff. Yeah, we'll go non-playoff. I think 
Mine Bond, was Barnes, Barnes Barnsley away. Yeah, yeah. That was that was amazing. We didn't that expect was... it to be such a good atmosphere. It just it was amazing. And we went three now. Barnsley away, right? So I've got a story time. Lawrence will know this because he yeah. was there. So I found out. So I was in Sheffield with my girlfriend at the time, and it was our six month anniversary, and Derby were playing Barnsley, and Lawrence and my brother were at the game. They were going to the game. I woke up in the morning and was like, Sheffield's really close to Barnsley. And I was like, Danny, do you fancy going and watching Derby <laughs> for our six month anniversary? And she was like, yeah, go on. And we ended up turning up at the ground and uh, we got in like five minutes late because it was like, it was that late. It was like a spur of the moment decision. Basically ran to the ground, got in. The atmosphere was immense. And we, we battered them 3-0 as well. That Varman yeah. got in front of us as well. Yeah, violence scored an absolute stream right in front of us and everywhere was bouncing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, my, trip, no. my trip to my car wasn't quite as good. <laughs> just one of um, I think for, for me, my favourite away game, bar Leeds away, has to be Norwich away with the floodlight failure. Norwich yeah. was there. Yeah, like, just being there at Carrow Road, it's, it's a nice stadium to be out to be fair as an away fan and then the lights go, the lights were even off. You know, it was so, yeah. so easily playable. Um, but yeah, everyone was kind of sitting there waiting around thinking, come all the way to Norwich of all places to, um, to, to get to 80th minute in the game and then go home. Um, but no, the way that those lights turned back on and quite literally so did Derby. Yeah. And then we equalised and get the win of the way we did. And I remember Tamori smashing that volley in and celebrating in front of the away end. Yeah. <laughs> it was just good vibes. Good vibes in that Frank Lampard season. And I think it's the fact that being there and knowing that, well, I'm not really going to see that again. It's not likely I'm going to see a floodlight failure followed by that. <laughs> so I felt quite lucky to be there. And I think if, if not for Leeds, then that would have definitely been one of the best way that has been too. I think mine's got to be either United in the Cup or um, the Harry Wilson free kick. Yeah. Or um, it was Huddersfield last season, first game of the season. It was it. The Tom oh, Lawrence, yeah. Tom yeah. Lawrence brace. That was a brilliant game. And we thought we were going to win the league. That yeah, one. yeah, and then it, it was the rumours of Rooney joining. So all the uh, this oh Wayne, yeah, Wayne Rooney chat all game. Yeah, yeah. On the coach on the way back, and I thought Wayne Rooney. I'm like, I was on the coach on the way back, and they were all we, me and my mate were thinking, why are we singing about Wayne Rooney? Because we hadn't seen the rumours, and we were, we thought maybe it's because Matt Clark looked like Wayne Rooney. We didn't really have, <laughs> have a clue. Oh, that Rooney announcement, just, just, <laughs> just sidetracking massively. That Rooney announcement was so weird for me because I was at a work event and it was like, I was doing like training. I just started a, a job and I was sat there and no one around me was a football fan. And we had a break and I checked my phone and there was Rooney in a Derby shirt. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was, I was like showing it for him. I was like, we just signed Rooney and everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, we've signed Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, it was so weird. No, no one understood it. And I was just there, like, tearing my hair out because we just signed, like, England's best goal scorer of the last, like, 30 years. And no one knew who he was. It's such a weird day. I remember when, like, when the news came in, you're thinking, no, you're like, surely not. You're like, because we've, we've come off the back of a Lampard season, and then we had Ashley Cole come and join us. And you think, we were so. Great, you know, lucky to be having these legends yeah. coming, you know, be involved with Derby. And then Rooney was dropped, the name Rooney was dropped, and you're thinking, Jesus. Like, <laughs> and I remember going to, um, there was a few away days actually. I remember Northampton in the cup and thrilling 0 0 draw. Um, and on the, way to the, on the way to the stadium, me and the two lads I went with, we had the, the Wayne Rooney chant on in the car on full blast. And <laughs> it was just such a good vibe. And it was so just such a great laugh, but actually, no, we're singing Wayne Rooney's name. And yeah. because he's representing Derby, it was so yeah. weird. And I think it's one of them that I think we're so unfortunate that we had so much Wayne Rooney taken away from us because of COVID. You know, yeah. he's brought in. A... It's not me, is it? Read Frozen Jacob. That's how you yeah, know. It's not you. Wi Fi. Say that again, Jacob. I was just saying it, it was. It was I was just saying that when he when he came in, um, it, it was good. <laughs> that was basically the summary of what I was trying to say. Is, uh, Why is that just died? Made <laughs> my my yeah, go- sorry, my Google Nash just started yeah. playing Derby chants. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that was a bit scary. Right, so next question. 
Uh, this is from Nathan Horobin, um, who says, do you think we need another striker in the summer if we extend Kazim's deal and sign Gregory on a free? Um, I wouldn't say so if we've got Wago on as well. He can, I don't know, I don't know like, because he can like, easily yeah. fill in if we, if we get injuries in that position. So like, I don't think it's really like a, now a position we're desperate to sign someone in. Yeah. I, it would all depend on, because obviously Gregory would be, what, 33? Yeah. Kazim Richards would be pushing 35. I think you'd, you'd need someone. I, I'd be very surprised if we signed both Gregory and Kazim Richards for next season. You know, unless, unless Gregory happens to have the half season of his life, I'd be, be very surprised. But if, if we did um, sign we Gregory him as well, yeah. would you sign another striker as well? No, it's one of it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah. I've I've got no idea. I think it depends um, how much speed they have in Stretton as well, doesn't exactly, it? Yeah, that's what I was mm. going to say. Jack Stretton's coming up, and uh, I mean you could see Jamal Stringham as well next year back um, yeah. back from his loan. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you got any more questions? It's quite a lot of them. Oh, I've got a few questions. Quite a few. Look. Um, oh, how long? I feel like if we're going any longer, my Wi-Fi is going to kick me out. Yeah, <laughs> at the house, um, let alone. Oh, well, I've got one. Does Lawrence come back into the starting eleven when fit, and how does he fit in from uh, Andrew Woodman? Yeah, we've we've pretty much already spoke about yeah, that, haven't yeah. we? I think um, I think Lawrence is a player that really, really needs a few good performances under his belt yeah. to get in the team, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll come in straight away, but if he can make an impression off the bench for a few games, I can't see why he wouldn't start again, just as long as his attitude's right. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to sum this one up, but does CKR look better because the team is doing well? Or would he look well? Would he look as good as we were, if we were losing? Sorry. Well, that's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Because, say, Adam, what was the question? Yeah, you've butchered that, mate. Have you seen how long it is, though? Have you seen how long it is? It is I, I, I skipped past that one because I'm not reading that, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, if the team, if, because the team is shining, is that why he's playing so well and everyone loves him? Well, I think he's part of the reason. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the team wouldn't be shining without him in it. Yeah. You know, if if he didn't have the season he's having, we I saw something earlier. He'd won us like sixteen points yeah, with the goals that. and assists he's got. Exactly. We'd be every, like second bottom without I think him. Every goal he's got has been has won as a point or the yeah, game. Yeah. Pretty exactly. much. Every goal he's got is has been massive. And so he he is one of the reasons we are shining. It's not like. Because yeah. what is he's very well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And we'll just finish it off. Uh, this is from Jack Brown. He says, uh, "What position do you think we'll finish in?" Um, where did we all say that? last time? Because we were asked this last time, weren't we? I, yeah. think I said low, low mid table. Like, you said playoffs, Adam. I remember that. I, I did not say playoffs. Oh, I'm sure you said. Playoffs. I said 16th. I said 16th. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say, I want to say around 18th. I think. I think 18th would be... I'd take it. If, if you offered me 18th, I'd take it. So. I'd say between 14th and 17th. I'm going to be ambitious and say 13th. I'm going to wow. change from 16th. I'm going to go, I'm going to go oh, 14th. I think. At the minute, we're six points off 7th. Yeah. So. It's quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes it seem really exciting, but then you realise 7th are like five or six points off 6th as well. Yeah. 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 We're close to um, like top half. We're not close to top 6 at all. Yeah. That's the thing. The league's mad, isn't it, this yeah. year? The form we're in, we'll stay up. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm confident we'll stay up. But yeah. Risky, Where, though? Risky <laughs> yeah. That's the hard thing. I'll just say low mid right. table. Yeah. Play safe. I agree. Yeah. Right. On that note, right. I think we're going to end. That was that was good. I enjoyed that. That was a good episode, yeah. Brilliant. That was good. good. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, sorry about the uh, internet issues. You know, student houses and all that yeah, yeah. is a, is a, bit, of a bit of a problem. But thank you very much, you know, for listening. Um, if you are listening on Spotify and you've got this far, um, follow us. If you're not following us already, um, you'll get information about all our uploads. Um, we're starting a bit of an upload schedule where we're going to upload on a Tuesday or a Wednesday every week. Um, so hopefully we'll have a lot more content for you guys to listen to. And if you're on YouTube, Please don't forget, you know, like, subscribe, all of that sort of stuff. I'm sure you've heard it a hundred times before. And uh, hopefully we'll see you after another Derby win. Thank you very much. See you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.